Welcome to NextCast. My name is Nathan Whitlock, an editor at Humber Press. NextCast is a podcast about teaching and learning at Humber College. Every episode, we talk to some of the faculty and staff who are leading innovation both inside and outside the classroom. Our guest on this episode of NextCast is Heidi Marsh, Director of the Scholarship of Teaching and Learning, or SODL, at Humber College. Heidi works out of the Center for Teaching and Learning, where she and her team are building a culture of research and scholarly inquiry at Humber. Hello, Heidi. Welcome to NextCast. So the idea of studying how people teach and learn, it sounds, it sounds a little meta. So maybe you can explain it for me and for our listeners a little better. Uh, what exactly is the scholarship of teaching and learning? So we can think about great teachers. We know that there are all kinds of amazing things going on in Humber's classrooms. Um, Often a distinction that's made is there's exemplary teaching and then there's scholarly teaching. And that's really when you start to look toward the teaching and learning literature to try and improve your practice or use evidence to inform your decisions. But when we talk about the scholarship of teaching and learning, uh, that takes it to a whole other level. So now you're not only consuming the teaching and learning literature, but you're also Uh, contributing to it. So you are actually gathering evidence about your teaching and the impact that it's having um, and sharing that out with the rest of the teaching and learning community so that you're elevating not only the level of teaching in your classroom, but um, that of everybody else as well. So the idea is that you would be, um, you know, studying what you're doing in the classroom and then other people would use your results as, as, you know, to create benchmarks or how does that process work? Sure. So it's, yeah, it's one thing to say that I'm doing something great in my classroom, but it's great to have some data to kind of back that up to say, no, look, here's some evidence. This is what my te- my students are telling me about the impact that I'm having. And sometimes I think, uh, you know, you think, why bother if you know, if you, if you have that gut feeling that what you're doing is really effective. Um, but there's, there's a story that I like to share. Um, so uh, early in my career, during my graduate studies, I was actually, I did some research with orangutans. And so uh, routinely, this is at the Toronto Zoo, and routinely uh, zookeepers turn on the radio in the back room to give the orangutans uh, something to do, keep them enriched. They're really psychologically intelligent creatures, so they need some extra stimulation. So the zookeepers always turn on the radio. And at the time, we were doing research with the orangutans using computers. So uh, the the orangutans could touch the computer, touch the touchscreen, and tell us uh, what they knew, what they thought about things. And we thought, hey, here's a cool opportunity uh, let's see what kind of music the orangutans prefer so then we can give them their choice in, in their enclosure. So we did this whole beautiful experiment. We had uh, classical versus jazz versus rock and roll. Uh, and what would the orangutans pick? And every single orangutan, there was seven of them, uh, had the exact same preference. Do you have any guesses? I would, uh, off the top of my head, I would say they maybe prefer classical as a soothing thing. So every single orangutan chose silence. So when we gave them a choice of any kind of music versus nothing, they wanted nothing. And so why I like this story is to say innovation is a great thing. It's great to think that you're trying something new and and you have a gut sense that it's working. Uh, But until you do research and gather evidence, you you never really know for sure the impact it's having. And sometimes in the projects that we uh, support with faculty, they also find out other things that they didn't know were going on. So they're doing, they're trying something new in their teaching, let's say, to enhance uh, student engagement in the classroom, but it ends up having all these other byproducts that they might not otherwise have known about if they'd never uh, taken the time to ask. Well, you've made the case for, you know, why someone should should consider doing this kind of research, doing this kind of scholarship. But I guess the next question, and it's probably a little uh, trickier, is 
the idea of how. I mean, the idea of doing research simultaneous to all, doing all your teaching and all your marketing, that can seem a little bit daunting to someone who hasn't done it before. Um, how do you help people get started and how do you get them on the way uh, and get them into this kind of mode of thinking? Faculty at Humber have a, a really wide ver- variety in terms of their research experience and their research background. So I work fa- with faculty that um, have PhDs and have been doing research uh, in their fields for for decades. And I work with faculty that have literally never done research at all. So um, they are absolutely experts in their field, but they've never been involved in research in any way. So my my team's goal is to meet faculty wherever they are along that spectrum. So we try to support people right through the research process from the spark of an idea, helping them to develop that into a research plan, uh, helping them to actually conduct the research in terms of administrative support, helping them to recruit their students and get their students excited about the project, all the way through to data analysis and to sharing their research story at the end of it. And tell me a little bit about that team. How does that, uh, who do you have working with you and, and what are their specialties? What do they do? So I'm lucky to work with four amazing Humber uh, graduates, uh, one current Humber student, all from Humber's Research Analyst Postgraduate Certificate Program. They're amazingly talented people. Um, they're supportive. They they're, have great people skills as well. So they are, they are great in their uh, interactions with faculty. We take a team approach to looking at faculty research ideas to help them to develop a plan. So we get together uh, and share our feedback as a team back to the faculty. Um, and it's really a, a, a back and forth iterative approach to help uh, get the project plan to a place where the faculty member is really excited about it, our team's really excited about it, and the, the school is really excited about it. Can you tell me about uh, about some of the things that you do and that you have go- ongoing that that would help faculty who want to enter this this world of research and inquiry? Sure. So I divide our initiatives into sort of two broad categories. One is supporting research in action and building some capacity there, and the other is to support the dissemination of knowledge uh, once the faculty have a research story to tell. So on the first side, uh, the biggest piece is the Teaching Innovation Fund. This is uh, a comprehensive support package uh, for faculty. Uh, so it does involve money. We have $1,200 per investigator. So faculty are encouraged to pair up in teams of two or three so that they can pool that money together for a larger sum. So so the Innovation Fund is, is a lump sum of money, but it's also support from the team. So we take a social... Uh, approach to it. We want faculty to also network with other faculty and share ideas and, and offer some peer review to one another. Uh, and then we are, again, we, we offer support throughout the process in terms of uh, helping to develop ideas, helping to conduct the research, helping to analyze the results. Sometimes it's hard to envision what this kind of research might look like. So a great way to get inspired is to go listen to other faculty tell their research stories. So we have the Humber Soddle Lunch and Learn series, where about once a month faculty come and share their research story. Um, And that's as much to learn about their research project, but also what it was like to go through the process. And it usually turns into a really engaging dialogue between faculty talking about their experiences, uh, both as teachers and as researchers. Uh, Another really impactful initiative that we've started up is the Scholarly Writing Boot Camps. Uh, This is a chance for faculty to go off campus together as a community, community of writers for three days, um, and we really just spend the the day from morning till evening uh, quietly writing in a room together with structured breaks. So we follow best practices in terms of being productive academic writers. 
Um, and this is a time to make some real progress on a writing project that you may have been putting off for uh, a long time. Uh, and it's also a chance to connect with other faculty that you might not have otherwise met across the college um, that are also engaged in scholarly writing. The other big piece is our teaching and learning scholarly journal. So that's the Journal of Innovation in Polytechnic Education, or JIPE. This is an online, open access, peer-reviewed journal, and it's a chance for faculty, not just Humber faculty, it's open to scholars from across the country and indeed the world, uh, to showcase their research on teaching and learning and to engage and again contribute to that scholarly uh, conversation about what, what it means to be a really effective teacher. You had mentioned um, that you run workshops where faculty come and they share their own experiences doing research. Um, what what's an example of a of a project that you were really excited to 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 read the results of and that you thought was really cool? So one cool project that actually relates to what we're doing right now is by Mark Whale. Um, he and his co-investigators. Uh, had been using podcasts in their teaching, and they wanted to find out whether that was actually effective. So whether students liked the podcasts that they were using, but also what made a good podcast, what what style of podcast did they like, what was an appropriate length of podcast, how many students were actually listening to them, and was that impacting uh, what they were getting out of the, the podcast in terms of their knowledge and understanding? Before I let you go, I need to ask you about your uh, the, the the logo for for Soddle. It's it's a light bulb. Why is why did you choose a light bulb for the logo? So we actually agonized over the choice of a logo for quite a while, um, and the one we settled on is if you look closely, it's actually it's a it's a light bulb, but it's also sort of a spring. And so why we liked that is because uh, the Innovation Fund is about ideas first and foremost. It's about a, a burning uh, question you've had about teaching and learning for a long time and exploring that idea, having an idea spark a question. Um, and then the spring piece is that we like to see the Innovation Fund as a launching pad for those ideas. So helping faculty to take their ideas and, and let their ideas take off. Thank you very much, Heidi. Um, thanks for telling us about the Scholarship of Teaching and Learning and obviously any faculty who want to get involved in this. How do they get in touch with you? We love talking about research, uh, coming to the Sottle Lunch and Learn sessions or the Humber Research Series um, is a great way to connect with other faculty. Um, at the end of the day, I think those faculty conversations are really important, but I'm happy to sit down and talk about research with faculty anytime. It's just a matter of emailing or calling or even just dropping by the CTL. Thank you very much, Heidi. My pleasure. NextCast is produced by Humber Press and the creative productions team at the Center for Teaching and Learning at Humber College. Special thanks to Panit Waugh, Santino Pinozzo, Allison Lasorda, Darren Richards, and Eileen DeCourcy. To suggest stories for future episodes of NextCast or to let us know what you think, email HumberPress, all one word, at humber.ca. That's humberpress at humber.ca. To learn more about the workshops, teaching certificates, and other support offered through the Center for Teaching and Learning, and to read issues of Next Magazine, go to humber.ca slash Center for Teaching and Learning. Thanks for listening. See you next time. That's not a pun. <laughs>